John, I was telling Vanessa before we started, I'm still feeling the effects of um, a little uh, THC slash CBD thing that I took uh, at midnight last night. So, yeah, it's a little, little slow on the little slow on the pull trigger there. <laughs> so sorry about this that. Should, this should be our cold open. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, welcome to Game Club, everyone, the show we occasionally remember to do. Uh, I'm your host, <laughs> Lucero. Or we were going to do some shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm your host, John Lucero, and joining me, as always, are... Vanessa Cahill. And Jason Ariola. And this time, <laughs> we are talking about uh, Tinykin, a collectathon, a 3D platformer from developer Tiny Build, right? Tiny Build? Splash Team. Splash, Splash Team, yeah. Tiny Build's the publisher. Pub- yes, published by uh, Tiny Build. Which is a little confusing, uh, but yes, Splash Team made this game their second game, and we'll hear more about that in a little bit. Uh, and I believe I picked, I picked the game. This was my pick, or did we vote on it? <laughs> I don't remember how we did. I, I, I don't it was know. one of your picks. But you gave me yeah. three options, and I said this one looks the best one for me because it looks like Pikmin. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it also it's like a it's like a five hour uh, commitment uh, on maybe a little more, a little less, depending on how. Cl- many collectibles you care to go after uh but yeah you know an easy thing to jump back into for all of us and it's on game pass which is always a plus and um this podcast still not sponsored by game pass but we're always open to the option <laughs> yes any day now uh, we're gonna hear from <laughs> phil and uh, he's gonna make us rich mm-hmm. so uh so tiny uh tiny can almost a tiny build like i said is a 3d platformer with a heavy emphasis on collecting things jason uh describing that on twitter and i had already thought of this myself as if rare made pikmin and it's pretty much if rare made pikmin uh with a little bit of paper mario mixed in there um in terms of the look of the game which is a you're a 2d character a a 2d like hand-drawn well it's digital but a hand-drawn look on top of uh 3d environments um or slightly more realistic looking environments and it's definitely unique, and also like uh, it has all it has it attempts at you know the types of writing Paper Mario has become known for, and the very very sarcastic, very very uh, comedy leaning, comic leaning writing with successes and failures in that in that aspect. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, so uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. I'd say that's pretty- also you play as a, a character named Miladon. Is that his Miladon? Miladane? <laughs> Me. That sounds good enough. Milo Dane. Let's go with My, that. Milo. Milo Dane. Let's <laughs> My, call him Milo. Milo. Uh, a tiny a tiny person <laughs> who's from a planet that looks like a donut. And he gets who, uh, tr- gets transported to uh, most pretty much Earth or Earth. And uh, where every all the humans are gone. Uh, everything is large because you're tiny. And the entire... And you're inside a house full of insects that have their own society, and uh, you help you help a moth, a, a little moth guy, build a spaceship to go to the attic and uh, find out what actually happened. Sort of. It's. Uh, I'm sure it gets explained well, but I was clicking through dialogue for the most part by the end of this game <laughs> because there is a lot of, a lot of it. 
Yeah. Uh, got, got a little chatty. Yes. So, uh, yeah. Uh, before we deep dive, Jason has got like one arm in a coat right now and like maybe a maybe a beaker next to him. It's not it's not a lot of science involved in this, but Jason is going to try his best to um, science the fuck out us. of you. Yes. Yeah, science us up. <laughs> there we go. All right. So as uh, John, you mentioned, this was developed by Splash Team, which is a French development studio that has one other game under their belt. Uh, Splash Team was founded by Romain Claude. Romain previously worked at Ubisoft as a game designer and level designer on Rabbits Go Home, Rayman Origins and Rayman Legends. So uh, Tiny Kin released on PS4, PS5, Switch, Windows, Xbox One, Xbox Series and Xbox Cloud Gaming on August 30th, 2022. The other game um that splash team developed splasher was released on pc mac linux xbox one switch and ps4 and one that i was not uh aware of at all even looking at it now i'm like i don't think i ever saw this pop up in the store but just me missing it um that released at various points in t- throughout 2017 splasher is a 2d action platformer that uses paint as a weapon and a means of movement uh, red paint lets you run on the ceiling and yellow orange i couldn't really get a good handle on what color that was specifically kind of lets you bounce it um on the walls in a zigzag pattern it's not quite as blatantly borrowing from splatoon as tinykin borrowed from pikmin but looking at it with the knowledge of tinykin um in you know hindsight it's hard kind of not to see the similarity between the two or at least the just uh say slight inspiration that uh this studio seems to take from nintendo properties hmm. looking at it, it seems pretty well received from what mm-hmm. i can tell yeah it looks yeah. Like, yeah it looks like it's, it's probably it's probably pretty fun i mean they definitely, they definitely have a, they have a quality to their, to their work. Um, but that is to... basically it. That is, that is what I dug up. I, uh, like I said, there was a lot of previous things that these guys worked on, but it didn't really, I would say, coincide too well with like what Tinykin ended up being. Where, as you know, some of the things I delve into, you're like, oh, okay, well, here's the seeds of where this kind of came from. This just seems like this group of people got together and was like, let's make Pikmin. Yeah, yeah, and I mean they 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 got pretty close to nailing it for the most part. I mean it's not it. I'll say it's from the little bit of Pikmin I played. It's not nearly as deep as Pikmin is. Um, but I mean you guys can speak more than that can I more to that than I can. But it, it's a nice um, baby's first Pikmin, I would say. I don't know. <laughs> it's, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And you also have to be super into collectibles. Yeah. <laughs> yes, which. Uh, Leads me to my next question, uh, Vanessa. You are the most into collectible games out of all three of us. I'm I the, love I, collecting everything. I'm the middle one, and then Jason could give a fuck. So, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yes, um, Vanessa. What did you think of this of Tinykin and the collecting in Tinykin? Well, I collected everything. Um, oh, no, I didn't actually, but I collected a, like a fuck ton of every, like a like a lot of stuff. I got all the bubbles. Okay. Using yeah. all the pollen. Did you guys get all the pollen? Uh, I, I got Missed all. I got all the bubbles. I did not get all of the pollen. Um, oh, I did get all the pollen. No, I, I did get all the bubbles. I was getting all the. Okay, so the first my my first complaint <laughs> is a very personal issue, and that in the very first area, I still have one pollen to find or whatever it's Awful. called, and it is the most infuriating thing. Yeah, in a in a game of collecting, because and especially a game uh, that is. It's the area. The areas are pretty big. I mean, you they a lot of shortcuts get opened all over the place, but there's also little areas things to get tucked behind. I, I've 
comb I combed that area for so long trying to find it and uh still no luck. Maybe I'll find maybe someday I will uh avenge myself, I guess. <laughs> redeem your dignity. Yes, redeem my dignity. Uh, some such fuckery, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's kind of always the, the thing about these games, right? If you like you can really enjoy the collecting up until it gets to the point where you're like, oh man, this, I got to do what now? Or I'm missing I'm how angry. many? <laughs> yeah, and then uh, it's like the, uh, I think the worst example of that for me was the uh, I, the Batman Riddler puzzles from the change from Arkham Asylum to City. Mm-hmm. I got all of them in Asylum and they were really fun. And then, and then City made them like really elaborate and like a bunch of different steps and this thing, you know, more of them because it's always sequels. He has to have more of whatever the thing is. And uh, yeah, that was, it just took the fun out of it. So I like, I like the collecting when it's not is when I, it's, it's not a huge time commitment to go and get a collectible or, you know, solve a puzzle to get a collectible. Um, and I felt like this game, everything was pretty snappy for the most part. So, yeah. and the puzzles weren't too complex, you know, that, which is also, and it's kind of, it's, uh, you know, a negative towards it by the end, because it's, you kind of do this, the same stuff in every area for uh-huh. the most part. And, uh, That's what a can lot be, of collecting. what can be really fun in that first area by the, how many, five, six areas there in the game? Six, I think. Six, yeah. Yeah. By the sixth area, you're like, Okay, I gotta go to that place and get that thing, and then with the pink with the pink tiny can, and I gotta go to that place with the pink <laughs> tiny can, and and, uh, and you yeah. make a bridge with thirty six yellow tiny can. And, uh, oh my god, yeah. the yellow the yellow tiny can. That was that, frustrating. Yeah, I felt like the yellow were just the ones that was like they they ran out of ideas. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, uh, couldn't it just have the green ones or whatever that uses a ladder do that too? No, okay. Yeah, yeah, the uh, love the green ones though. Um, yeah, so, so you did like the collecting though, Vanessa? It, it, it scratch. Yeah, it. well, and I played it on the Switch, so it was like, um, oh. like this is a great game on the. <clears throat> this is a really good game on the Switch because it's like I'm like, you know, standing around waiting for like a tea or something to simmer or you know whatever um, steep, and then it's like okay, well, I'll like go collect some shit for five minutes, and it's no big deal. So it's like not like I had to like turn on the TV and power up the Xbox. So I did pay twenty dollars for this game, and I'm not sad about it. So. I feel okay about that. But yeah, I think I would have liked it less on the Xbox because I would, you know, it is very repetitive, but because it was so easy to just like do it on a whim on the switch, I didn't really mind it at all. Yeah. I played it on PC on game pass on my computer. Um, and I'll say I did run into an, I only, I did it. I beat it in like two sessions. Um, and I ran into an issue in the second one where my I was having like controller issues and I'm not hmm. and I, I had to like I had to like window out of it and then open it back up again and then it would it worked I was, I was like I couldn't move forward at one point and also my bubble wouldn't come out it was like nothing yeah. was like it was really frustrating for a little bit uh, it didn't last too long I, I kind of resolved it pretty quick but I guess if you play it on PC there it, there could be some controller support issues uh, occasionally. Um, but it was, like I said, it resolved pretty quick, and it's not a very long game, so I don't think that should preclude you too much from trying it out, especially if it, you have Game Pass already. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. it's already on there. Um, but just a heads up for that. All right, Jason, other end of the spectrum, you hated the collecting, <laughs> or you um, or, you, or, or okay. you liked it up to a point? I liked it up to a point. So my issue with collecting is, like, 
say things like Banjo Kazooie or Donkey Kong Country 64, where it's just, hey, collect 4,000 of these fucking things for no real reason. At least in this, the little, um, whatever the little collectible pollen things are, um, at least they normally led you to areas that you might not have noticed being there because these levels are pretty big. If, if you've played Pikmin before, picture it like the biggest Pikmin level times four or five plus some vertical stuff. So it kind of... It's a little overwhelming and it's very easy to, as I did after putting the game down for two days and coming back to it, um, it's very easy to forget like, okay, what have I done and where have I been without those tiny little pollen indicators kind of? So, well, yeah, the number of each one in each stage was kind of absurd. You know, we're talking like over a thousand for each level. Um, I did find that they were helpful to get just for like, okay, just exploration reasons. Like, okay, here's, here's, here's where I've been. And I should be able to do that. My only real complaint with the some of the collecting for the um, like the fetch quest stuff of this is once you've found it, wouldn't it be nice that if it showed up in your AR mode? Because sometimes I would like I spent I don't know how long looking for the stupid little car in the last stage. And I had Mm. seen it before. I just didn't have enough yellow tiny can or whatever it was to get it down from there. So, oh, it doesn't doesn't highlight it once you've been to it again. no. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, well, real, real pain in the ass. I thought, uh, like I said, I thought that was the, the AR thing would have been a little bit more helpful for that, but unfortunately, like it just didn't really seem to do it. So, hmm, that does seem that, that does seem annoying. Um, I liked the uh, that the you said is because it, it leads you to stuff, and I agree that it, it may it helped um, when you're going around the area. You're like, okay, I haven't been over there yet. I need to go over there still. Um, so yeah, I agree with that. I also liked the. Um, addition of the bubble once you for like getting a certain amount uh the first the first like checkpoint uh in terms of collecting them you get an air bubble which increases your glide when you jump and so that was a nice that's a nice little reward because you could cover you can cover quite a bit of distance with that and it makes it makes the platforming a lot a lot better i do and, and i do like the way that i do like moving around in this game for the most part i think it's pretty satisfying i think the you get a soap board pretty much immediately that uh you can like zoom around it's a little finicky i, I it wasn't it i didn't control as tight as i wish it did um but it was that it, it was nice to you know be able to go super fast if you wanted to and also grind on stuff um that does bring me to my like this game like any 3d platformer has a fucking has fucking races in it and um i didn't participate in a single one of those i did the two in the first area and they have Oh, races! Had, How did I miss that? You missed the races with the wasps. I missed the races. Yeah, in the very first, in the after you, after you complete the first area, after you get the what? What do you get in the the flag? No goggles. What the hell do you get in the first area? I don't it remember. Doesn't matter. Yeah, you get some item you, for the space for the quote unquote spaceship thing. Um, the um, and then some wasps are like, "Hey, we do stuff quick. So you want to do stuff quick?" And then uh, you. There's like one that's straight up a rate a race, and another one that's uh, like a, a time challenge. You have to you know you have to hit the rings um, in time. You have to get to a certain point in time. I think I don't remember. I only did them. I only I did them the first time I played, and then never did them again. Uh, and you get bronze, silver, gold, and then once you get gold, then it tells you, oh, actually, there's another level. It's platinum. And oh it's God. Even, yes, that's one of those deals, and it's like. Fuck. Okay, <laughs> and uh, um, I and I did it for both. I did platinum for both, and all it all it showed me was that the game doesn't control quite as well as I wanted it to. Uh, <laughs> it's and it also 
asked you to like like to really maximize time like being able to grind on things is was important um and i found the grinding a little really um, finicky and hard to replicate each during each run uh each run does have a really it has a really fast reload also like almost instant which is really important for that just like in tony hawk um like being able to instantly start over is really important and to, to maintain to keep frustrations at a at a, at a minimum also it tells mm-hmm. you each time you get to a certain point it tells you how fat whether you're going faster than you were before or slower than you were before uh, which is really nice um uh but it just kind of the thing the only time races are fun in those game in, in those games i think are when it it, te- it is teaching you how to move through the world in a way that is beneficial for when you're just playing normally like in mario odyssey the best three platform I ever made in my opinion um the races be, uh that's when you learn that's how if you learn how to do the cap jump in the races um which is really a really tricky jump to do um it makes moving throughout the rest of the world in the game uh faster more fun a little more and it helps in the more challenging levels so i feel like you're actually learning uh useful skills in the races in this game you're just trying to go as fast as you can um and the rest of the the rest of the game doesn't require you to do anything fast so that's why they aren't fun necessarily they're just kind of like okay okay i'm not grind i'll grind on these moth strings and do your do your race wasp and if you do if you get and if you get platinums or enough gold maybe it's enough golds i think uh you can get more costumes for milo oh yeah oh. that's not worth it yeah. yeah no yeah i got the costume uh it's like a come on Vanessa. it's a collectible yeah, it's a shield it was a shield I mean, bug costume i don't like racing things either though i don't like racing things or being chased i don't like time i hate time <laughs> I guess we got the got the, the root of the issue there. Pressure, Vanessa just hates time. Time is the worst. Which is weird that you picked the great perhaps. Well, that was based on the <laughs> image on, on the Switch <laughs> screen. So, so you game about time travel. And it was, in fact, the worst. <laughs> so do you secretly hate Terminator? Ooh, that's a good one. Well, movies are good. I don't like to play. I like to, to absorb the time. I don't like okay. to. Okay, there we the go. Time. So you, so so you like? Do you like the movie In Time with Justin Timberlake, where they have um, like the time, their time of life or whatever on their wrist? I'm gonna so. say no because it's Justin Timberlake. Although sometimes he does a good job. I don't know. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a talent. Uh, that's fine. He's a. It's fine. <laughs> he's a talented guy. Um, uh, but yeah, you're right here first. That, 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 movie's, <laughs> that movie's fine. <laughs> He's been in better movies. Uh, so, Jason, real quick, mm-hmm. uh, I, I know this is going to go. What do you think of the music? Uh, <laughs> <this game>. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was perfectly acceptable. It just didn't do anything for me, so I just kind of turned it off, and I started finding the sound effects a little annoying after a while too. So, I just yeah, yeah. It, was, it was fine. Um, the <laughs> there's one level that's specifically jazz, and like oh, Mr. Jason loves this level. It's like uh, the bathroom, I think, is all jazz. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's all like it's basically video game ele- elevator music in the background. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, which, it's perfectly functionary, but I wouldn't ever go out and deliberately listen to the soundtrack for Tinykin. Yeah, I wouldn't either. Um, Vanessa. What did you, did you enjoy the writing in this game? 
Uh, I mean, to a point. Usually, like, um, I was hoping for useful dialogue, and it usually wasn't. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Most of the times when I would talk to people, I'm like, I would hoping they would give me, like, a, like one of the, because they'd color code any, like, keywords sometimes if you talk yeah. to someone about, like, one of the side quests or the main objectives. And I would just click through until I saw one of those words and then read that. Keep <laughs> <laughs> looking through. Um, there was... Ultimately, you don't even really need to talk to them anyway. Like, it's not a difficult game to just, like, soap board around and, like, find the shit. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, really, it really, their hints were never really helpful. Um, yeah. There was one side quest that was a really timely Titanic reference, uh, where you have to, uh, one, there's a section of the game where the bathroom and is split between the, the the toilet area and the bath and the bathtub area, and different bugs live on each side, and they're very different personality bugs. Um, and two of them from each side fall in love, Grandma and Juliet style. And one's name is Rose, one's name is Jack, and Jack sends her a painting, and Rose sends her him a raft because uh, that for that one time he almost drowned. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think my favorite bit was when they were trying to tackle the communist revolution in Russia. <laughs> yeah, that was. Just, I was like, really, I was like, really confused about what the hell was going on with that. I was like, wow, this is okay. <laughs> These, uh, yeah, the ants are like trying to revolt against the um, the dragonflies um, who aren't letting them eat enough food. Uh, and yeah, there's a whole, and like one of the ants has you throw pop, propaganda or not propaganda or like um, <laughs> inspirational paintings around all over the place. That was uh, wild. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. was. Uh, it was. Uh, it was strange. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was uh, definitely one of the things. I was, you know, like being sort of in the middle of reading a couple of World War One things and whatever. It's just like, boy, this is weird to be seen in a video game. <laughs> yeah, and it was. It was there were, might as well have just said the proletariat and the bourgeoisie. That's maybe that's the only thing they weren't saying. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's see. There's like the there's the little ant, the gray ant that thinks he's in, that thinks you can't see him, and he says boo every time you you <laughs> talk to him until like the last time he's like, oh, you can see me. Um, yeah, and then there's like a also an ant that's that he's at every in every area. There's a bar, and he's always at the bar, um, and he's in that area that, that time wasted so like there's some there's some running gags throughout it there was there was one bit that i thought was really funny and i literally it literally escaped me so i can't even share that I thought that and so like it clearly wasn't that funny <laughs> there was like one bit that i was like oh that's pretty good um uh i do i think the a lot of the charm for me was in like the areas themselves you know like you're a tiny person in a big world and that's that can be pretty charming in and of itself mm-hmm and so like you know like or you've got a you're in a kitchen you have to make a you have to make a cake with a bunch of different stuff <laughs> and um so like you're carrying or you're this wasn't for the cake but you're like carrying a pop, a pop a corn cob to a microwave to turn it into popcorn um or you're you know you're throwing you're throwing eggs and flour and shit into a mixer which you know sounds pretty easy until you have to unlock the fridge and you gotta yeah it's all all that stuff you know that's 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 cool that's that's fun and it, ha- it has a lot of it has a lot of charm and it's just the way it looks you know in the way in the world design um yeah. did you guys what, what was your fa- what was your favorite tiny can jason um i don't know that i really had one i mean i guess 
the little bomb guys just because they seem to so gleefully die for whatever it is you're trying to do. Yeah, they really oh, want it. They're, really, they're so excited to die. <laughs> yeah. I love uh, they cheer. Yay. Yeah. They're like me every every day. I'm like, oh, my one day closer to death. Yay. Yeah, I, I thought the yeah, I thought the tiny kid noises were all pretty. Like even like uh, like the ramp ones, they like groan when you walk when you walk over them, mm-hmm. uh, which is a, a fun little fun little touch. Um, Vanessa, do you have a favorite uh, tiny kid? Oh, the green guys for sure. Yeah, they're the most one useful. Of the green guys. Yeah. I also thought that like the like that's like one thing I really appreciated is how I feel like the mechanics were at least pretty smooth. Um, mm-hmm. Like there was no like weird switching; it just did it for you, which I really appreciate. Not making me like go to like a really difficult menu to like find the right time you can. I appreciate how straightforward this game was. Yeah, I agree. Uh, the, um, and my only complaints on that, and they're really not complaint. They're more just like, um, like the yellow ones, the ramp ones, uh, which it's like, okay, what do I do with these guys now? You're trying to throw them in places like, Oh, I have to do this very specific spots to make a, to make a ramp. And at first I'm like, well, this seems waste, like a waste of time. And then you got to make ramps for the pink ones who are strong to carry stuff over. And you're like, Oh, okay. <laughs> this is, uh, yep. Yeah. 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 It's really great <laughs> when yeah. they're uh, like, you know, carrying the knife down from somewhere and you just sit there and just wait and wait and wait and wait mm-hmm. and wait and wait and go grab something out of the refrigerator and then come back and find your, you're still riding on top of the knife that they're carrying for you and just yeah. wait a little longer. <laughs> yeah. 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 There's a lot of like, if, I, I originally I was letting them kind of go do their own thing, but they would bump into like an obstacle that I missed so often. And then I wouldn't, I'd be like, I wonder whatever happened to those tiny kin that were carrying the thing. And I go and like, you know, nine tenths of the way through the stage. I'm like, Oh, okay. Well, they need me to move this, this for them. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and take care of that. And it's like, Oh great. You're still like a minute and a half away from where you need to go. All right, let's go back to waiting. And eventually I just was like, okay, I'm just going to wait with these guys or, you know, get on top of the thing that they're carrying. So as uh obstacles pop up i can take care of them for them otherwise it just becomes more of a okay well i'm done with this level and now i just have to wait and wait mm-hmm. and wait whereas at least this is in the middle of it and once i'm done i'm done yeah i just i had a a slightly different thing to have like i would when the, while they were doing it like in the um the bathtub area while they were taking specifically the ship over i was like okay i'm gonna go to this little area that i missed and collect some stuff really quick and while I was in the middle of doing that, like it triggered the little cutscene because um, I just fin- I had finished the bathtub at that point, mm-hmm. um, and so and it warped me over there, which I'm like, okay, sure, like I'm, I'm he's supposed to be in that cutscene, I get it, whatever. It's a little annoying. Um, I have to go back, I have to run back over there. Like, luckily, there's shortcuts, which are really handy. Uh, but then I had them take the whatever fucking was it the whatever item you have to get from that era scissors, I think. Um, and I had the little pink ones carried over there and I ran to go do something else. And I was on, in the middle of a, a grind thing and it cut to them, uh, cut to the moth guy being like, hey, we, uh, come over here so we can finish our thing. And like he always does. And it made me it made me fall through the grind <laughs> rail that I was on all the way to the bottom and die. <laughs> so oh, awesome. So I was like, you can just like leave me on the grind rail. Like, <laughs> like I can I, I can make it over there on my own. I know where he's at. Um, also, it didn't warp me over there. It just told me to go over there eventually, whenever I'm ready. Oh, uh, awesome. but it's really—I mean, dying, uh, at least dying in this game is like literally no issue at all. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you literally warp right back for the, to the last solid ground you were on. Um, yeah, I will say I yeah. found that useful a few times when I would like you know miss on a platform or something and just fall. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to deliberately kill myself, so I just land back where I was. 
Yeah, I yeah. do. I will. I will say for for how well this game controls, there were occasional times where I think the way it looks made it the depth, like understanding how far, how close that thing yeah. was to <laughs> jump on, could be a little frustrating sometimes. Uh, there was one where like these two these items were like these things were like uh, smashing down. You know, like the classic like um, wait for this thing to smash, go up, and then the next one goes down, and then go through there. But it was really hard to necessarily judge how far in you were sometimes. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, so um, that was, uh, or I, or like there was one where I was grind, you have to grind and jump over these purple vines, and it was kind of hard to to time the jumps. Sometimes yeah. it felt it felt like it was they they weren't as close as it said they were. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of like a just because of the I think it's more the art style that did that than anything. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. that's the only complaint I have about the about the art I, in, in that respect. Otherwise, I think it looks really good. Yeah, I, I like the style, and I appreciate too. Like again, like the quickness of like um, respawning, I guess, like doesn't make like the vines. I remember exactly that scene. And I died a lot. It's fine. It's yeah. like oh, great. It took like yeah. no seconds to refresh, so this is fine. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, there are no enemies in this game, so you don't die that much anyway. Um, it's really it's a really laid back experience for the most part. Uh, you don't have to interact. You don't have to interact with that area we're talking about. That's like an optional thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the that's something that it doesn't, I guess, mimic from Pikmin is Pikmin. There's constantly ways your little Pikmin can die and see their little ghosts float up. There's like literally the no, no <laughs> danger at all for yeah. your tiny kin, which is a little like, eh, but especially at the same time, like towards the end when you start getting a ton of the tiny kin and there's just like everywhere and they start blocking your view when you're trying to do something. You're like, yeah. Kind of my I, shit. I do like that. They could pick up nectar like just by touching it. Like, yeah. I, that was a really nice um, quality of life thing. Uh, but yeah, I, by the end I do wish, I honestly wish there were enemies at some point or like maybe even a, even a boss fight or two personally. I just want some, something different. You know, mm-hmm. I want, I wanted a little bit of, variety I, I i appreciate that it was just like you know this chill collecting thing um but my personal taste i would have liked it a, liked a little more challenge later in the game yeah um, and there's in pikmin at least the first one i'm forgetting that they do it in the second one but there's basically like a 30 day limit that you have to get all your ship's pieces back together so it's there's a sort of like small bit of pressure on you to keep moving forward you can't sit there and like, like dick around looking for um little bubbles and crap like in this thing granted there's not really that much in pikmin that there is in tinykin but like i said it, there's there's at least some sort of like pressure whereas this i, I want to say at times that's sort of where it maybe fell through a little bit with me it was just it just i like a chill game I'm, I'm i'm captain easy street like a combat option pops up it's going on easy right away for me but to have like no real consequences in this game it sort of made it kind of a little forgettable. Like I, I went and hooked up my GameCube and played Pikmin for a couple of hours last night. And I was like, Oh, okay. This is, this is why I think Pikmin kind of s- like stuck with me a little bit more than Tinykin will just because it's, there's some consequence to your actions and there technically is a fail failure state in Pikmin. Like you can just not get your ship together and uh poor Captain Olimar doesn't make it off yeah, the, the planet. Yeah. The, the, the giant, like, <laughs> Like monsters come and get you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, you yeah, get, yeah. The giant eat, bugs. Yeah, you get you get eaten alive, don't you? Or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And so, I mean, like I said, there's there's a, 
it's an incredible amount of uh, of homage to Pikmin, if that's really what you want to call it, instead of just blatant th- thievery. <laughs> but um, yeah, you know, and there's something about the Pikmin too that I find a little bit more charming than a, than the tiny kin. I don't all. I guess I'm not really a fan of the little like smarmy like bastard sort of thing or whatever. Like the, the little red guys come across as or whatever. Like hey, I'm gonna blow shit up. <laughs> like, like I said, I, I did find it um, like amusing that they gleefully died for you but you know just like i said the pikmin when you throw them or whatever they or you know they go wee 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 or whatever and yes. i just i don't know i find I, I was just the sound design in pikmin i found a little bit more charming than i did in tinykin and that like i said I, I wanted to play it for a couple of hours just to make sure this wasn't just a sort of like a retrospective sort of thing of like oh no pikmin was actually better but you know just sort of a, like oh pikmin did it a little more for me because there was actually some sort of like fail state i yeah like i said i don't mind a game where you don't fail but it's just like when it's a collectathon like this it just feels like there's like oh god like okay i just have to look for all of this stuff yeah and this is kind yeah. of like um like i don't know like fine but when especially when compared to pikmin not great um just because of like like you know the, the sound is better the character design is better the creativity is better the gameplay is better like pikmin just is an excellent game and so it's hard to compare like tinykin which is a pikmin type game to pikmin mm-hmm. i mean uh, you know and it's also not fair to uh I, well it, not fair but like tinykin also does not shut up like that's something else that rare um it, it's sort of like a rare gameplay staple of like here collect three thousand things and we'll just not shut up because we are so so clever and i mean it's just like ugh, god I, I didn't find the writing horrible it's just there was so much of it there was a lot i do think it's funnier than rare's writing um oh, yeah when, i mean when, that's uh, yeah, yeah that's yeah, <laughs> yeah i'll, I'll, low, say, low. Yeah, I'll <laughs> say that i don't hate rare as much as jason does I've, i like a couple of rare things i know vanessa likes banjo um I haven't played banjo since I was a child, so I don't really have an opinion on banjo. Um, but yeah, it's. I th- also think you know comparing this game to a first party Nintendo game is a little a little mean, because in, in terms of like you know the quality, like it's like it. Uh, this is like a nice entry level platformer, a really good entry level platformer. I think you know mm-hmm. Pik- Pikmin's a little more. It's it's more. It's also more of a puzzle platformer, even more of a puzzle game than this game is. Yeah. Um, and it can it can be a little hard to just like hand like a person a younger like a child or someone younger to Pikmin and have them succeed at Pikmin. It's a little. It's challenge. It, it has some real challenge to it. Um, and this game, I think, you know, for what it. it it, it it leaned on the side of accessibility, and I think it's very accessible. Um, I think that can, that that's a point in its favor, in my opinion. You know, uh, and it it and it will it lacks the Nintendo charm. Most things do. Okay, it's yeah, yeah. it's uh, it is hard to stack up to a first party Nintendo game in terms of quality and charm. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, where even yeah. the bad ones like Mario Sunshine and stuff, they're they're there's at least a little bit of charm to them. Yeah. That, that's the talky Mario also, which is, uh, you know, yeah, uh, that tells you how these games don't need a lot of plot. Just don't doesn't need it. It's that's uh, not what the people are there for. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, all right. So we've kind of we've pretty much hit them as a game is not have a lot of, you know, like we said, um, I don't want to. This seems mean, but a lot of variety. Uh Vanessa, are there any other frustrations or or things you really liked about this game? Um, um 
that we haven't I mean, talked about? I don't think so. Like I didn't find it like um, the frustrations were minor and especially like um, I'm happy. I'm really, really happy. I played it on the switch because I think like, the effort involved to turn on the TV and wait for the Xbox to turn on is too much for me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> this is a good Switch game. It is worth your $20 if you're thinking about it. Because I'm like, because I, I got a PS5 uh, over the holidays um, and I have it on as I'm like living from TV now. I'm like, man, this is so much, this can be so much nicer than going over my computer sometimes. <laughs> but this is like the next level of that. Like, oh, I can't, I gotta leave the cat, I, I gotta leave the couch a little bit even though you can just have your controller ready and you know turn it on from the couch you know jim Jim, like all the time because i've been playing um the metroid prime remaster he's like why don't you play it on the big tv and that one i do because it hurts my hands but you know also it's like (laughs) i don't want to (laughs) what a reason oh man it's like we'll only play it on the big tv if it's actually physically painful not to do so wow (laughs) Oh boy! Uh, on, that, on that note, Jason, do you have any other things you haven't hit on that you want to talk? You want to touch on for this game? Um. Okay. So you know, skip ahead to here like two or three minutes if you don't want to hear about the ending to Tiny Kin, I guess. But what the hell happened here? What the fuck? It's, it becomes like God is a lie. What happened? Yeah, like in this game tackles religiosity in a way I don't think it's a, like qualified to. And revolutions yeah. and yeah, the, and drug addiction. Yes, <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, like every, everyone wants the doomies. Everyone needs doomies. Uh, yeah, and like it turns out, like this, like so everyone was shrunk or something, and they, everyone is actually all the everyone on Milo's place are actually the humans, and they just got shrunk and like transported to another dimension or some and, shit. And, yeah, they don't yeah. remember that they're humans, but they're bugs. So they're bugs, right? Yeah, it's really weird because like, well, how does the determination go for who becomes what kind of bug? And then it just becomes this sort of like, okay, well, what are you saying about classes in this when you're like, these people shrink down and become bugs? And what, and then the the person that was, you know, the one responsible for all this, like, what the hell kind of bug was that? Is that one of those like, like weird little space beetle or beetles that can survive in space for a little while or whatever? Is any like mechanical too? Isn't like I FD? thought so. Like I couldn't get a like a good handle on what the I, hell I, I was he, looking at without yeah, design. He, he's he's the one that like shrunk everyone accidentally, right? Or mm-hmm. right? yeah. So yeah, it's wild. And like you're in this pe- these people's house, and they're like basically dead. <laughs> so like everyone and like everything's also trapped in 1991. Uh, Do you guys catch that? Like everything. Yeah. Yeah, yep. like yeah, everything is, Wild is game. yeah, <laughs> like they're like in a time loop in 1991, which is wild. Uh, even like little stuff, like the fucking dude that gives you the bubbles. Like if you when you talk to him enough, like he's like, yeah, this nectar is actually really low quality, but I can sell the shit out of it. So you know, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, like, it's yeah, like it's a, yeah. It's like basically keep keep it for the frat boy bros is what he yeah. was implying. Yeah, basically give him this fucking four these four locos, everyone. Um. Yeah, what a weird game and like story. wise like it's for such a straightforward collecting game, cute collecting game. Like mm-hmm. there's some weird layers to it. Um. Yeah, and also, and that last area is really, really. Weird. Also, they're like they all praise. They they're all like entranced by a radio that plays the same song over and over again. Um. 
what a strange thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, this, this game like tried to tackle things that it didn't really need to tackle, or I don't think, um, <laughs> or maybe writing wise, they weren't really prepared to tackle in such a yeah. thing. Yeah. It, also, it just got weird. It just made me glad that I started skipping dialogue. <laughs> yeah, I'll say that it's it's pretty quick to skip your dialogue. Like you, you know, it's that you don't you don't have to spend too much time on it if you don't want to. Like it's. Um, like the there's very minimal actual cutscenes. They're usually just inter- the ones that introduce a tinykin, which are charming enough. They're um uh they they lost their luster once the tinykin ran in. I mean, they once they ran out of ideas, like three tinykin in. But um yeah 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 um and I I honestly don't feel like they really do a good job of explaining what the tinykin are supposed to do. Sometimes like the green ones, I didn't get that they were on a ladder. Yeah, based on the really, scene, and then yeah, the like, yellow ones, like a bridge. I was like, "What? The, what? Okay, is that?" What yeah, they do? I I, fig- I I got the yellow ones as a ramp because I understood that the green ones are the ladder at that point. But yeah, but I also like if you don't t- if you don't touch like the the weird little computer thing that'll tell you what the tiny can do. Like um, even when even those aren't necessarily great. Sometimes like the blue ones, it doesn't necessarily say you're supposed to create a circuit by like throwing it toward near the electricity uh, yeah like that I, one I took trying, me a while to figure out too yeah, yeah i was trying to throw it at it for a while i'm like i don't understand and like, oh okay. <laughs> yeah it's uh so yeah they don't that but but you know most of it you kind of you can figure out on your own relatively quickly yeah um so that's not it's not too big of a complaint it's just it could be a yeah a, a little a, a little more explanation probably would have could have gone gone a long way um, yeah, I feel like the blue ones are probably the worst offenders because, you know, like when you throw it at the electrical outlet that's sparking or whatever, it, you'll you'll get like the little number that tells you how many tiny can you need to complete the circuit. But you d- it doesn't really show like I would just assume like, OK, throw the tiny can at it and then they'll make their own path for whatever. Not really that you make yeah. the path for them. You can actually use a fewer or a few tiny can less than the game is telling you you need. Yeah, it feels like that's what they wanted to do at first, maybe, but then they just they realized that um, it could it might be better, I guess, to have the player make it shorter. I don't know. It just seems it does seem weird to tell you an amount, and then the amount is really not ne- not necessary at all because you, mm-hmm. you can do it like half of whatever recommends usually, um, as long as long as you just go as far out as possible because it tells you it shows you how far they can go before they don't connect anymore. Um, so, yeah, that was. Yeah, those are definitely the worst defender. Um, but like Vanessa said, it's also—I mean—on on its side, it's really good at automatically using whichever one is supposed to be used for, uh, which is great. So, like, just not having to like—I feel like if you had to do like a a, a tinykin wheel, like a weapon wheel, basically, uh, God, that would be awful. Yeah, it would have really sunk this game. I feel like it would have made everything too slow. Yeah. Um, especially when you're doing the green ones and you just want to make a real quick ladder for something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been awful. Yeah. Um, I think for me, it's like pretty much everything I want to touch on. Also, I don't, nothing else is really sticking out. Yeah. I mean, um, like a nice, a nice simple game. Not as good as Pikmin. What else is there to say about Tiny King? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are those your closing thoughts, Vanessa? Those are my <laughs> so. closing thoughts. Um, go play Pikmin. Well, actually, first play Tinykin, and well, I don't know. Go play Pikmin. Also, Tinykin is fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, if you have a if you have a Switch, you can play Pikmin three. Yep. Um, 
if you have a GameCube, <laughs> you can play the first two. Or a Wii U also? Are they? Did they ever get ported to the Wii or Wii U? They got ported to the Wii um, with new controls. Um, and so you can play the first two technically on a, on a Wii U if you want. So you can play the first three on on the Wii U in a, in a, in a sense. So yeah, if you if you want to play Pikmin on Wii U, you can do that. Yeah, I probably recommend just getting a GameCube, <laughs> but uh, I don't I don't know I don't know I feel I don't know which is uh, is a Wii U more reasonable to to get price wise at this point or is it well, the know. Wii versions of Pikmin are cheaper than the GameCube ones at this point. So okay. if you were yeah, gonna if you're gonna if you wanted to play the first two and didn't yeah that, yeah I mean I guess that's the way to go. But either way, you're looking at uh, you know it's a uh, the you know Euro Forward 2023 and a uh, a GameCube um, is a little you know not accessible to hook up to a modern tv unless you have a um <clears throat> one with a digital uh port in the back <laughs> that you plug an hdmi adapter into um like me <laughs> yeah. so well, yeah. yeah i mean if you have a pc you can run dolphin mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not saying that though that's illegal don't do that but you can just do that no 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 you just yeah. you just have the game you, you buy the yeah. game um on ebay for a ludicrous price and then yeah. you back it up and then you play it that way and then sell it again on ebay when you're done this way nobody gets hurt because the developers see the money from the ebay sales <laughs> that's the perfect way to play big man in 2023 yep yep <laughs> yep just uh, just emulate it it's fine yeah, <laughs> don't care. nobody cares yeah uh, nintendo doesn't care because clearly they would just sell it if they did at this point yeah they maybe they'll put it out around pikmin 4 i don't know um I feel like that'd be a, na- a natural little direct thing. Like, oh, you can play Pikmin 1 and 2 today. Yeah. Um, uh, so I mean, at the pace they're going for uh, Metroid Prime 4, we'll get uh, the 2 remake in like another year and a half, the 3 remake another year and a half, and then we'll uh, see <laughs> uh, Metroid Prime 4 get moved over to the Switch's successor. <laughs> I-, I feel like we're going to get 2 and 3 at the same time and not as good of remakes as the first one. Um, well, it's probably because they're not as good of games. They so. are not as good of games. Um, they're okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah as far as Tinykin, Jason, do you have any other closing thoughts besides play Pikmin on your GameCube emulator slash digital HDMI output for uh, TV? Uh, no, not really. I mean, like I said, I I found the game charming. It's just, it's going for the Pikmin charm and it just does not have the same charm. I mean, the my, Milo, whatever the hell, Milo Dane or whatever we decided on. Um, yeah. He's not as charming as Captain Olimar is by a long shot. Um, calling all the Pikmin over uses the same like whistle mechanic that um, Pikmin does, but there's a little like circle that you have to whistle for the Pikmin to come to you. So it's just, like I said, there's there's some quality of life stuff that I kind of like more in mm-hmm. Tinykin, but just as a game itself, like I'm going to say, I feel like the first Pikmin is probably superior. Um, I haven't really played Pikmin 2 or 3 despite owning them. Um it's just a matter of like just haven't gotten around to it. But I, I remember playing the first Pikmin when it, not it first came out, but maybe a couple of years after it came out and just kind of fell in love with it and played it through like three or four times. And, you know, I liked it enough and had a good, good enough memories of it that I decided I was going to, you know, dig out my GameCube and, you know, pull out a God, 22 year old GameCube game and play it on my TV. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, Tinykin's uh Tinykin's a decent substitute. If you, like I said, if you have access to Pikmin in any way, shape or form, I would say you probably prefer Pikmin, but if you're looking for something at least in that ballpark to give you an idea of what a Pikmin game is like, Tinykin's not a bad route to go. Yeah. Um, for my part, I'll say if you have uh, kids interested in uh, platformers or never played one, I think this, this is an excellent 
um, first platformer, just in terms of the accessibility options. Like Jason said, like just a simple like you can bring pick, you can bring all the tiny kin to you immediately. It's like there's no penalty for that whatsoever. Even and also the ones that are carrying stuff don't stop carrying stuff, which is really nice uh, when you when you whistle for them. Because um, <laughs> I felt like that would have actually broken the game if that happened. But um, <laughs> uh, and anyway. Um, so yeah, because it, it's super accessible. Like if you die, you're immediately respawned right where you were. There's no, there are no enemies. There's minimal obstacles. Uh, the uh, the writing can be clicked through very quickly. By, and um, and it just it's 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 got a lot of charm. You know, it's it went for accessibility over challenge. And I think that again, like I said, for young, for younger players, I think that's an, I think it's awesome. And even for people that don't, they just want a nice, chill, relaxing game to, and that enjoy, you know, collecting stuff. I think it's the perfect one. Uh, it's on game pass. Vanessa it's on played it on switch. It's it great on switch. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's an, it's an easy breezy five hours. Um, that I, a lot, it got a lot of praise last year. A lot of people really liked it. Um, I like it. It's just, uh, I, it's not my favorite game in the world, but it's great. It's solid. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think overall I came away pretty positive from it. Although I, I'm probably not going to play it again. But um, no, you're not going to finish collecting all the things. Oh, I guess I got I to go back and find that one. So I will, <laughs> I will, I will play it. I will play it again, and uh, you know, redeem myself to myself. Um, <laughs> I got a few. I got a few hundred achievement points out of it. I'm. I'm probably good. Oh yeah. Also, it's it's constantly giving you achievements, which I'm sure uh, people will like. Also, I, I liked it. It gives you like a. It's really. It's a really easy. I think it's probably a really easy thousand achievement point game. Um, it's. Uh, so, it's no Avatar: The Last Airbender, The Burning Earth, but you know. Yeah, or King Kong. Or, um, oh no, um, no Avatar. Like you can get the thousand achievements I think yeah. in the first 10 minutes of the game. Yeah. The, the tutorial, right? I think it's in the tutorial. Yeah. You sit in yeah. a corner and just hit the button or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Video games. Yep. <laughs> so, so yeah. Uh, other than that, um, how do I, how do I end this show? How do I, do you remember how I end the show? What I, what I usually say? Anyone no, we, we used to plug our other podcasts, but um, I think one of them might be retired now, but I don't know. We'll see about that one. Yeah, well, I just want to say um, we're hoping to play, to, to play through and talk about Metroid Prime Remastered next. Yeah, the yes. next episode will be Metroid Prime Remastered. No idea when that'll be. Hopefully soon. Uh, we, we plan on recording it soon, so it should be out soon. Um, from when you're hearing this. Um, so yeah, look forward to that. Uh, we'll be getting back into multimedia failure. If you haven't listened to that, it's our podcast where we watch video game movies for some reason and uh, rank them against each other arbitrarily, as we love to say. Um, we're in the 80s, right? <laughs> in terms yep. of how many we've watched. So, yeah, that's like halfway, I think. <laughs> Maybe probably less at this point because how many keep coming out. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, I was going to say, I haven't updated the list since uh, since I made it initially, and we still have a lot to go. <laughs> so. Yeah. We should have chose. We should have chose video game TV shows. <laughs> Basically, let me tell you. Oh man, uh, last episode was good. Um, so yeah, uh, until next time, everyone have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening, and we love you. Big pin.
right. We love you. That was a little strong, John. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to our podcast. Yeah. <laughs>